What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. My name is Clive and I'm joined by my cohort, Ricky. Hello, Ricky. How are you this evening? Good evening. I'm doing semi-okay yourself. I'm the other half of semi-okay. Where yep. I'm starting to get better from a cold, more so a sort of chesty cough cold, and you are starting to come down with something yourself. Yep, I am. It's just that time of the year. Just that time of the year. So between us, this will be 50% our usual standard. And our usual standard isn't very good, so... (laughs) (laughs) So apologies in advance to all our listeners in listener land. Tonight we will... We're going to do something a wee bit different. There is a bit of a... Between the pair of us, close to burnout when it comes to wrestling in general... So close, close <laughs> I. Some are closer than others, but over Christmas and New Year, we've got a couple of canned episodes still to get one of the canned episodes sorted. But um, we won't be touching on the content in those couple of days: Boxing Day or twenty sixth of December and January the second. There'll be some special episodes for you to tune into. Next week will be a TLC preview. The week after that will be a TLC review. And that's all the, the current content I can kind of talk about right now, <laughs> because I'm just <laughs> done, and I know that you are yourself. So tonight what we'll do is have a wee bit of fun talking about predictions for 2019 under everything under the WWE umbrella, whether it's the main roster, 205, NXTs, um, business stuff, we'll go, we'll hit out with what predictions we have and discuss whether they're good or bad, but before that... We will discuss our big night out on the town on Sunday night there. Uh, the S E S C. I don't even know how to spell it. S-S-E. The S S E Hydro, one of Glasgow's newest arenas, hosted ICW's Fear and Loathing Eleven. <laughs> Fear and Loathing Eleven, their big show of the year, their WrestleMania, if you will. We went to a show together before the Shucks House Party in the summer. In comparison. Did you still enjoy yourself on Sunday night there? So first things first to address your earlier comment, I'm not close <laughs> to burnout. I I am literally on the edge of the cliff. Um, so yeah, uh, this few week break that we're probably going to have can't come quick enough. And it's taken all my willpower not to jump out head first out of my bedroom window at the moment. Can I just say, it's not a case of sick of the wrestling as such it's just the the creative isn't that great and there's just so much nonsense on social media at the moment 
that we never yeah. it's, it's ever, it's ever, you know, just the rest of Jen Reynolds storyline, the fan, absolute bullshit. Just, you know, it's just, oh, it's everything, it's everything. But, yeah, anyway. Um, so we hate everything. <laughs> we really do. I know we're doing the podcast tonight. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday was quite good. Um, Shug's house, house party was more of a intimate setting. Yeah. Uh, we were right up close to the ring. Obviously, at the point where there was a couple of run-ins and, and the wrestlers ran past us and at one point they were brawling through the crowd and, and brawled past us as well. Um, you were almost um, floored that evening as well when someone made a run-in. That's um, right. Yeah, uh, both shows were good. Sunday... Um, there were some good, there were some good moments at the same time. There were some moments that, I'd, you know, I didn't really care for. I thought it wasn't that great, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, personal highlight was seeing British Strong Style. Um, Trent Seven was in rare form. Oh, he um, was he was on fire with the humour. He uh, he he looked like he really enjoyed himself. Um, it was great to see Pete Dunn, Tyler Bate. Um, uh, the main event I thought was quite decent as well. <laughs> yep. Um, New champion in Lionheart. Yep. Um, the crowd popped big time when that one, two, three happened. See the, the, the TLC match, I was quite disappointed in. Um, but yeah, I thought overall it was it was a good it was a good fun show to be at. The what was quite good and bad, so to speak, about the main event, Lionheart and Jackie Polo was. This rivalry started online between each other, and there is quite a bit of reality based on their animosity towards each other. And there's quite a strong contingent of, in the crowd of Jackie Polo fans. So, Kayfabe was well and truly alive that night because Lionheart's a very divisive character, as is Jackie Polo. And there was people people behind us that were just shouting for Jackie Polo the whole time. At one point, being quite disrespectful to one or two women in the disabled section in front of us, which was just a bit shit, to be fair. No need for that at all. Yep. Especially yep. when this woman, 80, 90 years old, and she knew a lot of the wrestlers' names. So shout out to that lady. We dubbed her the granny of ICW. Aye. <laughs> uh, those, they were just absolute idiots. Absolute idiots. She just kind of wanted to turn around and just lay them out. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking morons. Um... But no, like I say, overall, I felt I felt it was a good show. Um, and I'm, I, do you know what I'm going to say it now? Don't really care how it's perceived. We said it live at, at the show. Mm-hmm. And I suppose, in a sense, it might be unfair to them, but at the same time, it's not, in my opinion. I turn around to you and says you can see just the absolute difference in greatness and level of in-ring ability between British Strong Style and BT Gun and... Wolfgang. <coughs> Wolfgang. Um, I felt that was so evident. It was it so was. glaring. Um, those two guys look like complete novices in comparison to British Strong Style. Um, <coughs> like I say, it was an absolute pleasure to see them live. Um, but yeah, not a fan of BT Gun or Wolfgang. Um, didn't, didn't care less that the British Strong Style were quote-unquote the heels. See, the thing about that is, I, I do agree with not as strongly as you on the points about the 
WWE influence guys being a lot sharper than Wolfgang and BT Gunn because Noam Dar was on the, the good guy side and you can still say, I know you're not a fan of him and him yeah. as a person, but he's just, he's a lot better, basically. And there was a point where BT Gunn did a super kick to two kneeling heads and it was just so weak and almost invisible. We had a good view of that and it was just quite... I wouldn't say disappointing. And we, and we, sorry, we picked up on that alive as well. We turned around and, you know, we were kind of like, what the hell was that? Um, uh-huh. But yeah, continue. And what I found interesting was there's been a lot of bad heat towards the NXT UK guys because of them on Twitter, other social media places defending what NXT, NXT UK's business model going forward. So, understandably and evidently, British Strong Style were booed as they came out. And they were booed throughout the match, and Wolfgang cut a promo in the ICW Fight Club episode before, uh, one or two episodes before the actual Fear and Loathing event, talking about how their ICW to to the death. It's a bit strange considering they took Noam Dar onto their side, but anyway, and see once British Strong Style lost the match, so the faces went home happy, the crowd went home happy with that one, but. They got a stand. British Strong still got a standing evasion at the end of the match before they went up back the aisle. So a big, big. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Trent Seven was doing the ICW chance, so there's not that much ill will towards him. Certainly amongst the ICW crowd, anyway. No, and I'm trying to find here a go right. So to touch on what you said about the NXT UK thing, so. Uh, WOS wrestler Justin is it Sysum oh yes I tweeted out put a long winded paragraph out a long winded almost a wee essay bloody blah 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 kind of finished it off with I'd sooner die on my sword and defeat than watch what makes our industry so free diverse and inclusive for both wrestlers and fans alike get eroded away as part of a corporate strategy. <laughs> corporate strategy was in quotation marks to get a bigger share price and global market position. That someone someone ought to tell this guy that as a business the whole idea of a business is to expand as much as you can and make as much money as you can and ultimately be the dominant force within that industry. Mm-hmm. So Vince McMahon owes us in the territories and industry, uh, indies, etc., etc., absolutely fucking nothing. But I want to say, which really kind of confused me, and it was like, do you not see the flaw in your argument? Here we go. In the second paragraph, he turns around and says, blah, 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 blah. That WWE NXT UK talent have apparently been signed to new contracts allegedly someone ought to explain to this guy that apparently and allegedly aren't like tight. those those kind of words leave room for doubt so we've been touched on it before like everyone jumping on this train and thinking it's true just because one or two people <coughs> might report it it's like ah, just yeah. let the fucking thing play out in it like we say before ain't no one holding a gun to anyone's head to sign these contracts that's yeah You've said that. I mean, look at... There's no, there's no need... They don't have to sign for it. Look at the matches that are going to be happening in RevPro over December and January. You've got Neville versus 
Zach Saber Jr., Neville versus Will Osprey. I mean, that's I know that's only three people, but I can think think of a few more that would make sure that the British wrestling scene still thrives. Uh, a couple of points about that guy, si- Justin Sysom, whatever his name is. I wonder what programme he watched that inspired him to become a wrestler. Yeah. It, like I say, just because you feel like I'm going, I'm not signing for this corporate industry <laughs> or whatever you want to call them, don't be acting like you're some kind of martyr and we should be applauding you. Mm-hmm. Like, motherfuckers have got bills and houses and families to look after. Let them do what the fuck they want. End of the day, all that really matters is when you have a career and a lot of people's mindset is to make as much money as you can possibly make. And when it comes to people who are in sports or in this kind of industry, make as much money as you can, as quickly as you can. Uh-huh. Because at the end of the day, like we say, is one injury or anything can derail your career or kill you. So, mm. I don't know, a lot of people are on their high horse. And we're back to that whole high horse thing that we spoke about a couple of months ago. You've... Uh... You said you talked about apparently and allegedly there. I think that there's truth to this because, I mean, the likes of Pete Dunne has defended what's been going on on Twitter and his own account. But uh, he, but he's also continually says, don't always believe what you're reading on the internet. That's true. What I don't, what I don't, not sure I do believe is them saying that WWE have the the right to exercise an all-out buyout of the likes of ICW Progress and WXW. Is it? Why not? What well, you think? I don't believe that. Why are you asking? Why I don't believe that? Sorry, did you say you you do believe it? No, I'm just I'm not sure if why would they want to do that? Because they obviously want the talent that's there. Right. If they can't get those specific talents, then they'll buy those companies mm. and in effect take buy their contracts. <laughs> right, that's fair enough. Okay. But I couldn't. It wouldn't bother me. It doesn't bother me one bit if WWE decide to go buy Impact and Ring of Honor or New Japan decide to buy IC Dub, um, Progress, Evolve, etc., etc., etc. I couldn't care less which company buys which other company. I don't. I don't care. It doesn't bother me at all. Like, like I say, because a no one's forcing these people to sell up, and b no one's forcing wrestlers to sign. And if they do sign, it's not because they've been forced, it's because they've willingly done it. And from a selfish point of view, you and I both primarily watch WWE. Exactly. And even at that, I'm fucking struggling to watch WWE. <laughs> the, our new best friend, Ashton Smith of NXT UK fame, had put out a couple of hours ago, I wonder why footballers or soccer players, for our brethren across the pond, can't play for their Sunday League teams anymore once they sign for a professional club. Got a point? Yeah. Speaking of Ashton Smith, you'd mentioned that you weren't a fan of the TLC match on Sunday night. That was a six-team TLC. Basically a kind of money-in-the-bank kind of stipulation where the winners could cash in and um, basically cash in for a tag title shot whenever they wanted. Ashton Smith climbed the ladder and successfully took the briefcase down uh, along with Rampage Brown. And I have to say I was quite gutted Probably kayfabe-wise, because I just feel like the Kings of Catch, Lewis, Garvin and Aspen Faith have deserved it for the work they've put in over the last few years. Um, but Lewis, Garvin, uh, sorry, as you say, the match kind of ended suddenly, and there were a couple of 
quite brutal spots in the match. Maybe because we were far away from the action, we didn't see the things that happened out on the floor. Um, but it just seemed to end quite quickly. Having said that about the Ashton Smith and Rampage Brown, they did go on to take the tag titles, they cashed in against Jack Jester and Shash Samuels, who's Shash Samuels is in World of Sport and Rev Pro as well. <coughs> They've been good, but it's kind of come full circle. There's a cynic in me that thinks quite, there's quite a heavy NXT UK contingent that won on Sunday night, but that's probably just to get more eyes on them as individuals and as a company. So overall, I was quite happy with how that went. Um, Ashton Smith's been back and forth with us, with us a couple of times on Twitter, so he's our new best mate. So I'll support him in his career for the foreseeable. Yeah, I really didn't like that much no. at all. Which is a shame. I, 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 I think I expected so much from it, and to be honest, it was just too much of a clusterfuck. Um, just, and even at that, there was one or two spots from it. The tombstone from the apron to the outside table was brutal. Um, the Briscoes hit an absolute beautiful move, but they were hated. Mm. The crowd did not like their homophobic piece of shits. Um, and then, who was the team now? I can't remember. But they came out and their logo was in the um, LGBT colours. Yes, uh, the rainbow colours. That was Kings of Catch. Yep, so... That was a nice wee middle finger cool. there. Um, Jimmy Havoc Jimmy Havoc done nothing uh, as well Haskins I know it's beefing up the numbers but they didn't really need to be there because all that Havoc did was get some paper out and give somebody some paper cuts that was it and Haskins did some harsh knees and that was it there was no not much point in them being there like we said there was just far too many people (coughs) in the match too many I think over the course of the night as well it seemed it was quite heel heavy it was eight or nine matches and a lot of the heels won their matches so Joe Coffey defeated his brother to become the Zero G champ uh, James Storm with the help of referee Finesser of the Year 2017 Jeff Jarrett and 18 <laughs> and 18 <coughs> what finessing his way into the semi-main event of ICW uh, takes his fucking top off and shows off his dad bod ah <laughs> <coughs> Fair enough, he's probably in his fifties, but we didn't need to see that. And I just it just reminds me that it was quite fun seeing him at Shugs in summer, but saw him tonight and Sunday night. I thought, oh, no wonder I didn't like you in the late nineties. You were just an arse, and you still are. And uh, they screwed over Grado, won that one. Viper. Uh, internationally renowned name she lost her ICW women's title in a Queen of Insanity death match versus Kaylee Ray so that was another heel victory obviously the Ashton Smith Rampage Brown I'm trying to remember off the top of my head what other heel victories there were Um, Thingy beat Joe Henry beat Mikey Whiplash I, I mean that was quite a, a decent match. I quite enjoyed that the story. Was. There was a quite I mean, shen- shenanigan heavy, and Mark yep. Dallas came down. Mark Dallas has adopted this heel authority stable gimmick. He's got a few guys. Mark fucking Dallas had a maga hat on. Ah, disgraceful! <laughs> <coughs> and he also voted no in the Scottish referendum. But that's worse than wearing a maga hat. Just so you all know. Uh huh. So 
super heel heat for Mark Dallas and uh, there'll be a lot of people who are familiar with the name I know some of the names we've mentioned aren't as well known as others but you'll know Joe Henry um, so things are looking up for him through quite a bit Joe of Henry 2018 TNA. TNA World of Sport so he's making a name for himself he came down in his Commonwealth Games attire I don't know why he did that because he came last in that competition so it's a bit stupid <laughs> Uh, and yeah. I, I actually turn round to you mid match, and I say to you, I just don't think I can't remember the exact words, but I basically told you I wasn't impressed with Joe Henry at all. Well, and I kind of, and I kind of felt like I ate my words a little bit towards the end of the match because I was started getting really, I was really gripped by it. And I, do you know, what? I think I sort of jumped to conclusion there. I was, I was, I really fond how well how he started the match with his sort of like um, amateur wrestling uh, takedowns uh-huh. uh, like so as the match went on I started to find myself getting more and more involved in it and like I said I thought it was a real good match maybe the match of the night for me I know what you're saying about Joe Hendry something wasn't clicking for you he, he's not the best wrestler at all right? there are a lot of really good wrestlers in UK He's up there, but I think it's because he has the whole package. He's got a very clear, audible voice, which translates well for this American audience. Um, he's willing to poke fun at himself. He's creative with his... He, he sings in his own entrance music. Um, just comes across as very professional and willing to do the job. So I think that's why he's doing well for himself. It's not just that he's, he's um, a competent wrestler, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. So onwards and upwards for Joe Henry. Um, <coughs> all in all, good night. Not as good as Shug's last Aaron Echo match as well. Yes, our boy Aaron Echo defeated Kenny Williams. That was nice to see. It was a good match. Kenny Williams is good. He's doing some funny stuff with... I'm your Jordan on NXT UK as a tag team, so it's one of those ones where they're, they're a heel in one promotion and uh, a face in the other. It works out sometimes and as much as I enjoy Kenny Williams as a wrestler, he's a very good cruiserweight style. He's just a bit of a dick. He just comes across as a dick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yep. So, no, overall, um, I think I probably did enjoy Shug's house a little bit more. That was just um, chaos. That was good chaos. But like I say, this event it was it was still a real good event. I thought now it wasn't anything that blew me away in a sense, but I just thought there was a lot of solid wrestling going on. A um, couple of real good spots, a um, couple of good uh, feel good moments as well. The finish to the women's match, you know, um, Viper tapped out after having like barbed wire kind of like um, not so much wrapped, but like used to put round her mouth and is it in a submission um, and then she dumped out which looked like a bin load of tacks um, the barbed wire on the table looked quite flimsy but it's just nitpicking and stuff like that That's, aye that is quite nitpicky Ricky uh, <laughs> it was it was it was all it was to be honest it was a real good match I didn't surprise that she win um, I had a feeling it would happen because Viper's so, been the champion since January, February time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, overall, it was just it was a, it was a fun night out. To be yeah. honest, the, I'd posted in the 
ICW's Facebook group just back from the hydro, enjoyed my night, and it was quite a divisive different opinions. Just a lot of people were saying what what matches did you see that were good and stuff like that. So uh I mean, said, I'm I'm not I'm not here saying that I saw wrestling like classic matches or anything. I just thought overall there were some good things, some things I didn't like. I thought overall it was a, a fun <coughs> show to be at. But I'm not saying it was, you know, filled with great wrestling and great matches. It was just I say I just I thought it was a good night. I thought it was a good night out. We'll we'll finish with one of the highlights which was a, a sort of promo package at the start of the night where it was talking about when they first got to the Hydro two years ago and how that was the biggest attendance for a British independent wrestling event in 30 years. Um, there was a few the empty promo, seats. That promo was excellent. Aye, it was very well done. Quite a few empty seats at the Hydro this night. Obviously the top was all shut off as well. But the <clears throat> attendances are down wherever you go these days. It's just that, that's like one of these things that happens, so I'm not worried about it at all. It's still quite a feat yeah. to get a good few thousand indie wrestling fans in the same arena in Scotland, no less. So, shall we finish, yep. finish putting our home product over and get on to some WWE predictions? Yeah, like I say, overall, good, good, good enough show. Good night out. Had, had a good time. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll end up going back to another ICW show at some point. Um, so yeah, now it's just kind of looking forward to NXT UK takeover for myself. You're fed up with wrestling. Yeah, but at that point, I'm kind of going to be refreshed after a little break, and mm-hmm. the fact that it's my first ever NXT event I'm going to. Um, so, and if it's the first ever yeah. NXT UK takeover, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, the only thing I'm not going to be looking forward to is the constant questions from my wife: What's happening? What's going on here? Who's this? What's this? Oh, look at that guy's body. <laughs> oh, there'll be some Scottish wankers chants going on, probably. No, <laughs> oh, fuck English. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, right, 2019. Wild predictions. I said wild because we need a wee pick-me-up, don't we? So we don't need to say, mm, yes, I think... Um, such and such will be the European champion for so many days. Some crazy stuff that you think, wow, that's a bit random. You said yeah, you've I'll got, start off. You've, you start off because you've got loads. I don't really have loads, but... So first of all, I predicted this back in 2017, and I'm just going to say it again. The women will main event WrestleMania. That's not a wild prediction. I'm just putting it out there that I said that I predicted this 18 months ago. You predicted so, that you know, long, long, long before that. Did I? Back oh, well. in, on, we used to get the train back home from work together. Oh, that was a good two and a bit years ago. Right, mm-hmm. so here we go. <clears throat> the winner, the winner of a 2019 male men's Royal Rumble, is not on the current WWE roster at this moment. All right. Now uh, I don't have any kind of basis for this. I'm not implying it could be Cody or Omega or anyone. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Uh, do, would you care to elaborate? Well, I mean, if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be Kenny, or Kenny Omega, isn't it? Well, well, whatever happens with this all elite elite wrestling, I'm not sure. But that's not. What, I just thought I'd throw it out. That's not what the AEW stands for. Remember, it's Aiden English wrestling. Oh, that's true. 
Uh, I can't. I just, I've not at any stage over the last several months thought that any of the elite guys will be coming to WWE. And I think with this all elite wrestling, all elite wrestling thing that's coming about, I'm quite safe. And I think I'm safe in my non-prediction of that one. Um, yeah, I'd probably agree. But I think out of them all, I think Omega's the one. If you had to say one has one will come back, well, will go to WWE. Who would it be? I think Omega's probably the safe bet. Well, not a safe <laughs> bet, but the one I'd probably pick. But like I say, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just kind of throwing it out there. I just don't agree at all. No, like I said, I'm not very convinced in it, but anyway, but <laughs> oh, you, wanted, you wanted some wild predictions. Okay, that's fair enough. Right, what about someone like an NXT call-up? Are you asking me? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, it's only us two on. Well, I mean, I thought you were going to elaborate because I thought you were going to give me one of yours, but... Um, <coughs> I guess there isn't an NXT call-up that that I would imagine that would be wild because um, we all know it's going to happen at some point yeah there's not one that would completely shock me to win the rumble oh sorry to win the rumble no that's not going to happen the only one that could possibly do it would be Alistair Black uh-huh. um, that's it it's the only one I can think of that's not got much going on in NXT right I'm, now. I'm, yeah, I'm sure you're probably going to get what you've done last time. A couple of people from NXT appearing at the Rumble. Uh-huh. Or in the Rumble. Um, oh, the last year we had Adam Cole. Who else do we have again? Did we not have Almas? Almas, yep. So yeah, I'm sure we'll get one or two, but that's it. if anyone it'll be Alistair Black, but even at that, nah. Well, we move on to one of mine then. Yep. I predict that in 2019, I've had a look in my Magic 8-Ball. The Fox deal will see SmackDown move to three hours and 205 Live will be disbanded and merged with the SmackDown roster. Say that again? So 205 Live will stop, will cease as a, a brand, as a product. And the cruiserweight wrestlers and the division and the title will merge with SmackDown, and SmackDown will become a three-hour show on Fox TV wow. in October 2019. Hmm. So, how are you going to break that down? Are you saying it's kind of kind of like the first two hours will be SmackDown, and the final hour will be? 205 or is it all just going to kind of be like submerged on the three hours and there's no real structure it's just you know um, I don't know I think they'll be they'll have a cruiserweight division match like they'll start slowly merging them so you'll get the likes of Drew Gulak versus AJ Styles or something but it's not going to be set like WCW Nitro days where you had the cruisers do the first hour and then the second the last two hours is the rest of it. I think it would just be merged. I think we're seeing that already. Although, the way things are going, you would think it would be happening on Raw rather than SmackDown. Maybe that is actually the plan, that SmackDown's going to get a few more of the bigger names for Fox. And the Cruisers will sort of show up Raw. Because, I mean, look at Lucha House Party. 
Jake Maverick, Leo Rush. They're get, they're getting like prominent spots. They're getting a lot of TV time on the on the show. You've had two in, two pay per views over the last few months where the cruiserweight title has been defended on the main card. Um, so while the the two hundred five mark in me would like to think the two hundred five live is getting stronger. They're still not doing much with regards to 205 Live. The Twitter feed's abysmal. I've called them out on that before. If they pay me, I'll run it if they want. Uh, the marketing's not good. I mean, NXT UK, apparently, has al- has already surpassed it for weekly viewership. Again, I don't know how someone can get a hold of those numbers. Um, but if that's the case, and that to me just says preferential treatment, that's a Triple H's baby. Um, uh. Do you know I'm not sure if I agree with that, but well, maybe maybe that's another conversation for another day. The, the only reason I would say that I wouldn't is because NXT UK is new, fresh, and we're all so excited about it. That's my only thing. So <laughs> if in six months' time they're still getting more, then we can kind of have a conversation. I just feel like because it's still new and fresh, uh-huh. and it suits us for the time that we watch it. You know, even though we never watch it live. Yeah, but like I say, it's because we kind of recalled at times because there's been a lot of double headers these last few weeks. We should, um, do, we should do a watch along one night. We should. There'll be a lot of dead air and a lot of silence, right enough. <laughs> what? And compared to what? Just in general, because you and you'll try and fill up those moments of silence for your shitty jokes. Shut up, son. <sighs> right, but anyway, yeah, I could see it happening. Um, it wouldn't completely surprise me. It's either that or they move it to full sale, one or the other. Uh-huh. Um, I could see it happening, to be honest. They're moving it to Raw <laughs> or SmackDown. Cool. Your turn. So this one isn't wild. I think this is actually going to happen. The Undertaker will officially, finally retire in 2019. I've got one word for that. One word. It's about bloody time. Ah, oh, it's cool. Someone got to tell, teach you your numbers. That's true. Um, no, nah, right, so I'm just throwing it out, but my actual one is <coughs> Pete Dunne will be NXT champion in 2019. Ooh. Very interesting pick. Is it likely? Maybe not. It's one of those, um, is it possible? Yes. Is it probable? No. Yep, yep. It's more it's more unlikely than it is likely. Um, and like I said, if it's going to happen, it, will not, it won't happen until, you know, like the back end of 2019. Because uh-huh. there's kind of a pecking order in a sense, like, you'd imagine Matt Riddle's going to get it sooner rather than later. I wouldn't be surprised if someone like Adam Cole or anyone like that um, kind of got into the, the title scene or even Dream. But yeah, Pete Dunne to win the NXT title in 2019. I like that idea. We are Pete Dunne marks, obviously. Um, yep. And he's pretty prominent in NXT. He gets a lot of airtime these days, uh, especially because he's been inter- interlaced with Adam Cole, Undisputed Era, Ricochet. Um, so that's a good shout I like that one I will take that one further uh, and say this is a bit wild next year's war games will, mm-hmm. will be the 
version 2.0 of the War for Independence. (laughs) 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 Uh, It will be NXT UK versus NXT Florida in a War Games match. NXT UK versus NXT Florida. And I think So are you implying are you implying it's gonna be me and you versus Rich, James, Jeremy and Josh? No. Right, okay. <laughs> Would you oh, go well. somewhere with that? Well, the fact that we are UK and they're from Florida anyway. Alright. Oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Yep, sorry guys, slow on the uptake there. Um no I mean, think about it. That's <laughs> it's a chance to rewrite. I, I like the invasion angle when they did it in two thousand and one, but it's a chance to have another stab at it again. Um, well, a lot of people feel like something that could happen, whether it be NXT guys coming up for like a Survivor Series type thing or Survivor Series round time. So yeah, it's certainly plausible. Who would you have in the right now? What four versus four would you have? Let's say that nobody gets moved up to the main roster. Which four? <laughs> Which four v four? <coughs> oh, can I mix and match? Like, does it matter if the teams make sense or not? No, it doesn't matter because I've got a wee wrinkle in mine, which will make it a personal one. Hmm. I guess I would maybe go like I wouldn't mind it if they just done Undisputed Era versus four guys um, but if you want to kind of get like the best of the best from NXT I'd probably go see Adam Cole uh, Dream um, say Alistair Black and Gargano right. versus I'd need to go British Strong Style. Mm-hmm. That's fair enough. And Big Dave Mastiff. <laughs> Big Dave. Bomber Dave Mastiff. <laughs> yep. Um, okay. British Strong Style. Right. And Danny Birch. Mm-hmm. So, so stick with me. Versus, let me think... Let's, for talking sake, say that the NXT... No, it doesn't even have to be heels. Let's say Dream, Ricochet... Oh, I forgot about Ricochet. Gargano. No, Champa, sorry. And Oni Lorcan. So, Birch and Lorcan are still a tag team. They might even end up being tag team champions in the UK brand, but Gargano... Champa has got a, an emotional grip on only Lorcan, so Lorcan and Birch have to face off against each other. And it has some emotional resonance resonance there. Yeah, I also kind of forgot about Matt Riddle. The only reason I never put Champa into it is because he was a champ and I thought, Do you know what, I'll keep you and you can have your own kind of match. But. Kona yeah. Reeves will be champion then. Sorry? Kona Reeves will be champion then. Okay. Hold on a second. Sorry, on you go. Um, so yeah, I can see that happening. Right. So is it my turn now? It is your turn. 
2019. Vincent Kennedy McMahon will oh, be no more. Oh, oh, oh my word. <laughs> I have no words. Sorry? I have no words. Right, well, let's just see if it comes true or not. Okay. Now, I'm not. Right, some people might say that I'm implying he's going to die. No, I mean, no, he might just decide to hand the business over to his son in law and while well, he focuses on XFL. Just think, see if Triple H didn't get his wicked way with Stephanie. It would have been Tess that was in charge of NXT. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have been the same, do you? No, no, I, I don't think so. But that's my prediction for 2019. Okay. My one, next one is upon return, even if it's within the next few months, Braun Strowman will end 2019 still without a universal or world, or WWE title round his big, large waist. He will still not get a title. What do you think of the possibility of that? Yeah, that's happening. What, that he's not? Uh, Yeah, I don't see him getting it. I mean, there is the possibility that he's out for a long time. So that does increase the chances of my prediction. But he's not going to be yep. around for WrestleMania season. They can't write him in successfully, although they've been doing a lot of unsuccessful writing of late. But um, the dynamic will have changed a lot since he's gone. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, like I say, it's, if, if, if they've not pulled your trigger yet on him when there were so many great opportunities, what makes you think they're going to do it in 2019 when they've missed out about what? three, maybe four great, great opportunities to put a title on him mm-hmm. and they never did, so yeah, there'd be no reason to think why they would in 2019 or why they will anytime soon Okay Right, so uh, my next one <coughs> Rusev will win the WWE Universal, whatever kind of title in 2019 there is more chance of Kenny Omega signing for World of Sport than there is right, Rusev okay. becoming the champ. He's going for his US title again. His US title. It fucking is his. The man had the greatest entrance, entrance in WrestleMania history until fucking Johnny Boots and Tights had to go ahead and bury him. Uh-huh. Johnny Shovel. Fucking prick. <laughs> right, so you obviously didn't like that one. You know my feelings on Rusev. They're no I secret. Know, you hate him. You hate him. I just don't see the fuss. Wow. <sighs> right, your turn. Oh, what was it? It's gone. Give me a minute. Nope. Okay. The Monday or Tuesday after WrestleMania... Whoever is the mid-card champion will issue an open challenge and Velveteen Dream will come out and challenge and win the mid-card title on whichever brand on the first night of his main roster. Interesting. 
Thank you. Interesting. Don't think it happens. Um, I feel like he still has some more mileage left in NXT. <coughs> uh, bear in mind, he's what, 22 or 23, so there's no real rush to bring him up. There isn't. Do you trust? Do you trust Vince with him? Well, you just said that Vince McMahon you... will be no more, so it'll be a Triple H. Well, I mean, I said Vince could be no more on the thirtieth of December, twenty nineteen. So you never know. And the thirty first will be a day of mourning. Well, I mean, it might not be. I've passed away. See, when you say no more, that kind of implies a cessation but, of life. Nah, I mean, like it could, it could, it could no longer be with us, like physically or anything. But he. I could also mean he may no longer be with the company. He may just focus on the XFL. Imagine he was brought in to become the chairman of AEW. But the... Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, let's say it's plausible, but again, it's one of those ones where it's more unlikely than it is likely. I just, let's say, there's, there's no rush to bring Dream up. Dream's still got a long... a lot of things to do in NXT. Um... <laughs> But yeah, something like that could happen, you never know. Maybe not with Dream, maybe someone else. Okay. Your turn. Let me think of one now. Um, you said you had ten. I know, it was a bit of an exaggeration. I had five. <laughs> a bit? <clears throat> Should they really put more thought into this segment? But see, once no, you... like I said, I, like the initial agreement was three. It was. So I'm trying to see. I've said every single one. <sighs> right. I've got one more. Right, there you go. I'll think while you're saying yours. NXT Germany will be up and running late next year. What like? Okay, like how NXT UK is, you mean then? Uh huh. Alright, okay. Yeah, I think that no. is that's the next thing they're doing. One of the reasons why Volter was brought in as well, he's working out there. It's not exactly a performance centre, but their wrestling school in Germany, he's training, helping train up some guys. So I think they've you've got what's his name? Mars. He was on NXT last week. Marcel something. Uh, a German guy Ringkampf Walter's Ringkampf tag partner I can't remember the guy's full name uh, he's there as well you've got a few is uh, Jazzy Gabbert is she German? not sure so if not if not up and running it will be announced that NXT Germany is on the way right interesting Okay, here we go. In 2019, we'll have a main roster pay-per-view in the UK. B-show or Big Four? Any, just a pay-per-view. <coughs> well, do you know, it would actually make sense for it to be the UK because they're always at UK around Survivor Series time. Yep. So why don't they just stay in Manchester or London or wherever it is that they're filming Raw and Smackdown that week? And they also come over post WrestleMania as well. And that could be a thing where 
instead of a oh, see this is all working out it's all working out to plan you've got the NXT World Games match between the two brands and it's in the UK the same weekend the Survivor Series will be in the UK <laughs> back to your NXT UK versus NXT plan NXT TakeOver TakeOver it will be called that just rolls right off the tongue eh? it'll be a picture of do you know the invasion pay-per-view had half of Vince's face and half of Shane's face <laughs> well this one will have half of William Regal's face and half of Johnny Saint's face <laughs> <coughs> how does that make you feel <laughs> oh. right moving on your turn Okay, a couple more each. Yep. Right, let me think quickly. AJ Styles. Well, this doesn't make sense if it's a 2019 one. AJ Styles will only wrestle one more year. For WWE. Alright, so AJ Styles last year will be 2019. Yeah, because his contract's up around this time of year. Uh, He's been working with an injury for a long time. He's been very open about wishing to spend more time with his family. Although he loves it, as he said in the... I'll go go one further. AJ Styles will retire or leave WWE in 2019. Right. Yep. I can kind of see it. He, as I said, we watched that. Have you seen the 365 documentary? No, I've not. He loves what he I does. I've only saw little bits of it. Mm-hmm. He loves what he does, but he's working round the clock. Uh, he's been carrying a, a hamstring, partial hamstrings tear since Money in the Bank. So maybe he won't want to wrestle as much anymore. It could happen. It'll be an AJ versus Vince retirement match. <laughs> One will be no will no longer be there. And it'll be a double count out so they'll both go. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn. <coughs> um Let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Uh, that was a bit too easy, I think. That's all right. Go for no, it. No, I was going to say there will be tag, women's tag team titles in 2019, but um, I feel like that's a given. The thought crossed my mind when you said time. that. Um... All the women will be moved to the one show. Okay. Doesn't matter which show. Oh, do you mean either Raw or SmackDown? You don't mean their yeah, own yeah, show? Yeah. Oh, right. No, I don't, I don't mean like their own brand. <coughs> well, 
they keep going on about these tag titles and they've mentioned it on air now. With this brand split, does it make sense to have only the women going back and forth between brands? No, I know. Not, I mean, if they manage to somehow give the women their own show, that would be, you know, next level, but... I'm not meaning to say just the women, I just mean any division. Just, mm-hmm. like, it's not... It's like saying, is it only going to be the cruiserweights that are going back and forth? It doesn't matter if it's women or men. It's just, is that going to be viable going forward? So then, uh, I don't think so. And it'll be called, their show will be called NXT and Lassies. <laughs> right, my turn, the last one. Yep. As peculiar as this will sound now, Sanity will be tag team champions in 2019. Nope. <laughs> nope. <coughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. It's you can come up with another one if you want. <laughs> what did you say there? I said you can come up with another one if you want. <laughs> no, I'm sticking with that one. Ah, that's not happening. No, think about it though, because there'll be a brand split. Brand split. You've got a very good, fair chance of the Usos going over to Raw. There will be a manoeuvring of parts. It's a refresh season. Sanity could do with a whole refresh because their call-up has just not really been much of a call-up. Um, so I'm sticking to my guns. In fact, I'll stick to my guns and say this will be the only one of my predictions that comes true. I mean, none of your predictions are going to come true, but oh well. What cheeky thing did you just say there? Nothing. What's your last one? Oh, wait, I just thought you said that was the last one. Right. Um, uh, you and then me, you and then we'll quiz. Right. In twenty nineteen, ah <sighs> oh, man, let me think. Let me think. All right, here we go. Brock Lesnar will hold the title for all of twenty nineteen. <laughs> yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Yep, I was going to predict that he'll retain. He'll still be the Universal Champion after WrestleMania. Oh God! Like I could see it happening. You know. And we will do another podcast in eight or nine months' time, saying Brock Lesnar, the Brock Lesnar problem, two point yeah. We'll just re-release the one we've done a few months ago and just splice in other wrestlers' names on top of it. <laughs> I know. So, guys, that was some random predictions. Some of them more credible than others. If you fancy telling us which one you think will come true, let us know. Hit us back at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and the Facebook. This is the month of December, in case you didn't know. Ricky, did you know this? Um, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, I knew. So let's move on to quiz now. Okay. Go on, tell your joke. <laughs> I wasn't. I'm leaving in a bit of silence so I can splice in the theme tune. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
It's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends. A fucking WWE quiz. Right, so because of that, with it being December, it is a WWE, a December in WWE history quiz, themed quiz. Right, ten questions. Some of them have got multiple answers and stuff like that. So, number one. What Raw closing segment in 1998 was controversial and earned them some strong criticism from the Catholic League, which is an organisation dedicated to fighting for Catholics against the defamation and discrimination of their religion? So, that might seem... Um. Sorry, what are you saying? That might seem like a random question, but there's there are enough clues in the, the question itself. What was the question again? There was a closing segment of Raw in December 98. Uh, this segment earned them strong criticism from the Catholic League, who are against defamation of Catholicism in front of a widespread audience. Um... I don't even know if I remember, to be honest. Would you like to pass? Um, would I like what, sorry? Would you like to pass? Just hit out with something strange. Um, yeah, I don't think I remember this at all, to be honest. Okay. Undertaker crucified, quote-unquote, crucified Steve Austin. <sighs> I thought it was something Undertaker related, but I didn't think it would be that. I didn't think. I didn't realise that was as late in the year as it was. Number two. What was the name of the fifth ever in your house pay per view in December 95? The name of the show was a play on that time of the year, and the main event was Bret Hart versus British Bulldog. By the way, um, news broke earlier today of the death of Dynamite Kid, so thoughts are with his family. That was a sad one. He had a bit of a troubled life, but he was a, a master in the ring. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry. Bless you. <laughs> um, it was something like either winter or Christmas or seasons beatings or something along those lines. You got it. Seasons beatings. Thanks. Do you have anything to add on? Oh my god. I told you before we started, I'm starting to come down with something. I'm not feeling great. Well, would you like to add your thoughts on Dynamite Kid at all before you sneeze again? Yeah, it was tragic. It was. It was, it was, it was. It was. He had a tragic and, uh, it life. It seemed to be another wrestler every other month. Yeah. It was a tragic life he had as well as a death. Mm-hmm. But, uh, Made a name for himself in WWF, Stampede, Japan as well. So he's all over the place in the eighties. So that's not to be, that's not to be reckoned with that kind of reputation. <coughs> Number three at Armageddon, nineteen ninety nine. What happened at the end of an evening gown pool match for the WWF Women's Title? So that's right, 1999, there was a women's title match and it was an evening gown pool match. They have come far in their journey. 
an evening. <sighs> will I will I give you a clue? Um, if you want. The participants were Ivory, BB, Miss Kitty, and Jacqueline. Did I don't know which one, but one of them basically just got completely naked. Well, not completely. Well, <laughs> flashed the crowd then. <laughs> yes, um, some puppies were on show. Uh, it was. It's hazard, I guess, who it was. Um. Was it not Kitty? It was. Correct. Two points in the bag for Ricky. One year later, at the same named pay-per-view, who were the two opponents in a last man standing match? Um, The mayor. The mayor and... Some call the man, this man the goat. He's not my goat, Jericho. Correct answer. Uh, number five. Roadblock, end of the line. Who won the cruiserweight title in the triple threat match that night where after the match Neville came down, turned heel and killed everyone in sight after the match? Who was the champion in that night? Who became, look, doesn't have to be a title change or it could have been just a retention. Who was the champion? Can can you repeat that question? I know. Neville know. came. Neville what? Sorry. So someone either won the cruiserweight championship or retained oh. it uh-huh. uh, in a triple threat match. Then after the match, Neville came down, congratulated the person, but Rich Swan. Rich Swan, correct answer. Ricky Swan himself. <coughs> Apologies about this coughing, ladies and gentlemen. Very unprofessional. In twenty fourteen. The last draw of December. Who did Seth Rollins threaten to curb stomp onto his Money in the Bank briefcase, forcing John Cena to reinstate the authority? Oh my god, who was it? Um. I can't. I can't remember. If, I don't. It wasn't even four years ago yet. I know. Um. No, I can't think. <laughs> Would you like a clue? <clears throat> yeah. At the time, this person was not a. Active wrestler. At the time, was not active wrestler. They're still not active. I don't remember that at all now. The answer is Edge. Oh, fuck's sake, so it was. They're doing well. They've still got one, two, three, four correct out of six. Armageddon again, 2006. What gory injury took place in a four-way tag team ladder match? Armageddon 2006. Now, was it this event that happened? 
Was it not the one where Mercury got hit with a ladder and like basically his face fell off? <laughs> his face collapsed. <laughs> his face imploded and exploded at the same time. That is the very one. That, that was horrible. Oh, it was. Number eight. Who became the WWE champion for the first time when they defeated John Cena at TLC, TLC 2009? Uh, a Celtic warrior. <laughs> Seamus. Uh, Shamu. Number nine, correct. What infamous, <laughs> what infamous brawl segment? Still talked about to this day. Cost WWE in excess of ten thousand dollars, aye dollars, and damages that had to be paid back to the premises in question. Real life. So there was an infamous brawl segment. People still talk about it to this day. And the damages that occurred resulted in fees of $10,000 plus. Um, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Right. Do you want a clue? Um, yeah. Ah. <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to make it not too easy. Clean up on aisle five. Was that thingy? Um, was her name? Um, Austin and Booker T when they were in the shop or supermarket or whatever it was? That's correct. <coughs> I didn't know that. About 10,000. I know, I only read that today. (laughs) (laughs) Number 10. Name all six participants in 2006's ECW ECW, ECW show December to December's Elimination Chamber match. So this, according to some, has went down as the worst pay-per-view in WWE's history. The main event Elimination Chamber match. Name the participants. Show. Okay. Lashley. Uh-huh. Punk. Yep. Hardcore Holly. Oh yes, well done. RVD. One more. And the man should be running NXT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a what an alternate alternative universe that would be. Test running the promotion, the development. Well done, you get eight out of ten there tonight. Thanks. Very impressed. Colour me impressed. Thanks. Anything you want to say before we call it quits for the evening? No. What a bundle of joy you are. I'm I'm coming down with something. I'm not feeling great. I hate wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you know, I'm emotional. 
Okay. No, I don't hate wrestling. You know, I'm just, just sort of burnt out with it. Uh-huh. Burnt out with life in general at the moment. Burnt out with life. Fuck Christmas. Fuck wrestling. Fuck some fans. Just, uh, just send some positive and good vibes towards Ricky. Leave me out if you want for the sounds of things. Well, I mean, if you want to, if you want people to send you positive vibes, then you know, by all means, just let want, them know. No, I want people to send me some money instead. Don't send him any money. Be sure, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> to check out the rest of the shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Uh, there's actually been quite a lot of good content over the last seven days or so. Grown men watch this shit. Had Underground Wrestling's Adam Bruiser. I think that's his name, on their show. And they also discussed the infamous death match that we, Davey Arquette, had a pretty, pretty gruesome injury from. Uh, Outsider's Edge looked in depth at what has been coined as the worst episode of Raw ever. Even Mr Ray Cash himself, who's usually able to put a positive spin on things, took Monday night's Raw to task, well, last Monday night's Raw to task. Um, what else? One Nation Radio had their first of a few end-of-year specials. They've looked back at 2018's fucking shit-hot years of NXT takeovers. Uh, and the chaps over at Keeping It Strong Style, they've had a very busy week. One-year birthday anniversaries, bonus episodes going in-depth about... Happy what, birthday, Josh and Jeremy. Happy birthday, gents. Um, they're going in-depth. They've got their second annual end-of-year New Japan Awards. So they had a bonus pod going over all the categories and the entrance. So... If you want to enter that, please check out K, at KI Strongstyle on Twitter. They'll, they've got the information. It's also probably in the show notes of their podcast for details on how you can submit that form. If you have been digging the content of late, please rate and review the Social Suplex Podcast Network on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to your pods. All these ratings and reviews are noticed by the, the algorithm fairies, get us higher in the charts, reach a wider audience and all that jazz, so your feedback is appreciated. Socialsuplex.com has a link to these podcasts that I've been talking about, as well as their columns, uh, and the ability to subscribe at the touch of a button, delivering all this content straight to your email inbox. We are at Ricky and Clive on Twitter and Facebook, we are Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Instagram. I've decided I'm going to try my hand at this Instagram story. Apparently it's good for reaching a wider audience. Not got a fucking clue how it works, but we'll get there eventually. (laughs) Fuck Instagram. Uh, The Wrestling Squared Circle Facebook group is the home of our online community, so check that out as well. The link is in the show notes again for that one. And to top it all off, I've got some breaking news for you, Ricky. See, this is a place... None of your PW stream nonsense. This is the place... That, that, we need to unfollow them because that is the worst fucking wrestling quote-unquote website <laughs> there is. Oh my fucking God. Folks, this may happen. What did they tweet out the other day? Something about how Becky Lynch may lose the title or something and you replied saying, it's winter so we may need our scarves or something. Uh-huh, Becky Lynch may drop <laughs> the title before as part of Mania plans. I, I thought what culture was bad, but PW Stream is fucking awful. Awful. <laughs> buddy, buddy, what buddy. A t- oh, no, fuck them. What a terrible website. I, I mean, it's just, as Meltzer says, basically, it's um, just putting... There was another one that was basically pointing out facts 
basically saying the plan was to have Elias become the inter- intercontinental champion. How do you know? How do you know what was, may have happened? Mm. <coughs> it's like, <laughs> give us a break. Say to, I think it's Tom, I'm going to bastardise his surname, sorry, Tom, Tom Calhoun, perhaps. Um, he just said, this is fucking terrible reporting. <laughs> <coughs> and it gives it is. it's not it's not even reporting because that's that would actually imply that they're actually capable in doing something well when they're not oh jesus ricky taking them to nah. task oh i agree no wonder no wonder like come on i still i'm quite... going to just start spouting that shit even though i spout it on a weekly basis on this but absolute nonsense of a joke of a website anyway let's it's... move on well for some real breaking news here we go. This is a place to be, folks. Yes. Well, Travel Guerrero. By the way, did you know that Carlito Cool was on Edge and Christian show this week? I heard. It's quite good seeing him back. Anyway, Travel Guerrero was he was helping out at promo class at the performance centre recently. Um, just sort of doing a wee. Uh, what's the word? <laughs> lecture. Lecture. Promos. Lecture. Yeah. On oh, stuff like that. Uh, and in the middle of one of his speeches, Ronda Rousey came in with a, a UPS box and just grabbed Travel Guerrero and started making out with him with the intention of doing more. So Travel said, "Hey, <laughs> okay." So Travel said, "Hey, Ronda, what the hell are you doing?" It's like, well, I must have got the wrong end of the stick. Vince McMahon told me to write. Oh shit. Oh, you fucked it. Vince McMahon told me to do an essay on delivery. <laughs> oh, he's messed it up. I haven't. You just don't get it. It must be shite then. Yeah, I do get it. The big one cause. <sighs> you get any more? <laughs> do you know there was actually a site earlier today that I looked up? Because I'll be honest, guys. I have reached the bottom of the well. Oh, really? The you reached the bottom of the well a long time ago, my friend. Well, fuck you too, pal. Um, where is it? Let me, I'll do a couple more. These aren't mine. I can't take credit for these ones, right? But I quite like that, right? And uh, do an essay on delivery. Uh, this one was, let me see. What did Hulk Hogan ask in arts and crafts class? What's she going to glue, brother? <laughs> um, okay. I thought he'd have said something like, I don't like blacks or something like that, you know, because he's a racist bastard. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Um, why is unemployment so high in the US? Because Nunzio and Finaki do all the jobs. <laughs> Um, oh, some of these are shite compared to mine. Let's hear one of the bad ones. Not saying any of those ones are good, but. Why did what did CM Punk tell Adam Copeland when Copeland made a pass at him? I don't know. I'm straight edge. No, you're a wanker. That's what you are. Um, why? Ah, this is good. Why was Ultimate Warrior fired from the pet shop because he couldn't sell pedigree? 
<laughs> and last so, so one. Homophobe. Yep. <laughs> Where is it? Hey, last one. I know. Send, send us home on a good note. What did little John Cena say to his primary school teacher when she gave him his report card? Go on. You can't see me. I wish I never. I wish. I wish. I wish that was true for the last fifteen years, John. Yeah. Apart from twenty fifteen. Yeah, you had a good year in twenty fifteen. You did. Just like someone who owns a tire, he had a good year. <laughs> <laughs> Night, night, gentlemen and ladies. Yep. Take care, folks. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.